people were hopeful at the end of mm-hmm. 2020 that 2021 was going to be so much better. And I said, hang on, not so fast. Then here we are. And when we got our hopes up, what happened? Some would say, well, the universe slapped us in the face. Don't talk to the universe. <laughs> now, the reason why, it, but not me. <laughs> I say that is because Courtney and I, just prior to doing this, we were joking around about my outlook on that and your outlook in the other direction. Right. We just have different outlooks on that. <laughs> yeah, but I ended up being right. But anyway, <laughs> as we look at 2021 right. and how it turned out. <laughs> All right, it's time to cope on that couch again with Courtney and Brian. Courtney Kelly is a mental health therapist. I, Brian Mulhern, a longtime patient. And it's been a while since we've addressed the pandemic, Courtney, but mm-hmm. round and round she goes. Here we go with the Omicron variant. We happen to live in the state of Rhode Island, and starting Monday, there's going to be kind of a hybrid quasi-masking thing going on. And I just happen to have this pop into my head, because we're hitting the end of the year here. And I remember last year at the end, everyone was like, oh, God, thank God 2020 is over. Mm. And I said, uh, I don't necessarily know that 2021 is going to be any better, because at that time... We were just starting to hear about variants. Right. And I said, I don't know how we're going to do with this. And sure enough, I mean, while we weren't locked down like we were in 2020, things certainly aren't trending in a great direction. And Mm -hmm. there's something called pandemic whiplash about all of this. What is that, Courtney? Well, that's what they're talking about since it was such a roller coaster. And we start to hit these milestones like, oh, okay, if we get our vaccine, then we're going to be good. And I remember there was one month there where I was like, the numbers were way down, like hospitalizations. Yes. and I got my Everything vaccine. Everything was opening and, back up. Oh, this is going to be so good. And you start to feel hopeful. And then, yeah, this pandemic whiplash, it's like you are right back in it again. It's almost like the lines just keep moving. You're trying to catch up with it. And this is the problem, too, is we feel so much hope when that happens. Is like, oh, great, things are going to get back to normal. And then they don't. And then this happens, which is what's going on right now. And I find that not only with friends and family, but my clients, I hear this all the time. There is just this exhaustion going on. And it's with me, too. Well, you have to hear about it, too, from everybody else. Never mind dealing with it yourself. But it's like I go into my other job. We've got our face masks. We've got the face shields going on. We're very cognizant of being very safe. But like with the numbers going up and all people around you are getting sick and you're having to go get tested. And oh, was I exposed? And all of these things that we're having to think about. It is really exhausting and it's wearing on us. So I thought it would be really important to talk about this in ways of coping. In some ways, this is bringing what I said full circle. People were hopeful at the end of 2020 Mm -hmm. that 2021 was going to be so much better. And I said, hang on, not so fast. Then here we are. And when we got our hopes up, what happened? Some would say, well, the universe slapped us in the face. Don't talk to the universe. Now, (laughs) the reason why I say that is because Courtney and I, just prior to doing this, we were joking around about my outlook on that and your outlook in the other direction. We just have different outlooks on that. (laughs) Yeah, but I ended up being right. But anyway, (laughs) as we look at 2021 and how it turned out. (laughs) Brian is always right. But seriously, Courtney, how do you keep people's spirits mm-hmm. up when you just feel like every time you turn around, oh, it's the Delta variant, yeah. oh, it's Omicron, oh, right. the numbers are back up. You just feel like you're getting kicked in the head nonstop. Well, that's the thing. And I have a lot of clients who isolate. They're not going out of their houses. Very rarely are they going out into the community and they feel safer, but they're also feeling more depressed. Of you course. know, they're getting anxious. They feel disconnected. And this is the problem.
and I was reading this article and they were talking all about how this is chronic now. A lot of times our body gets ready for stress and then once the stressor is over, we can resume and come back down to normal. The cortisone levels come back down to normal. But with this chronic stressor, it's like our bodies are in this place where it's just burning us out. And so some people are just getting numb, disconnected, just kind of being like, oh, I don't want to hear about it. And then other people are just kind of like hypervigilant all the time. So we have this going on. I'm hearing this from my clients. I try to do my best to not just talk about self-care because that's a very important thing. But there was another article that I read about this woman talking about how she's sick of self-care. How many things can we do for ourselves to try to get our mind off of this? Sometimes we need to wallow in it. We need to talk about it. We need to validate what we feel. And so sometimes I just give my clients that space to be like, yeah, how is this affecting you? And this does suck, right? This is really hard. And this is going to sound weird coming out of my mouth, but sometimes beware the routines. Now, I'm Mm -hmm. a very routine-oriented person. I have OCD. I work in an industry, as do you, with the radio side, Mm -hmm. where we try to make our radio show a routine for people because once you get them in, a lot of times they stay in and you have them and you keep them and that's a great thing. But I will say that once something becomes a routine in a negative way, Mm -hmm. this is where depression can become a real problem. This is where anxiety can become a real problem. And those are routines and cycles that you have to learn how to break because they're not doing you any favors. That's probably the biggest thing that I talk to people about is maintaining a healthy daily routine. So the things that give you energy back, we need to incorporate those in our lives. Not just because, oh, maybe I feel like it sometimes or I don't feel like it other times. No, this is something that we need to have as our anchor because we need an anchor right now. We need to be grounded and we need to look at what we can control. And we've talked about this throughout the whole pandemic. This is just another reminder. Control what you can because our brain does not like it when we can't control things. So yes, it is important to incorporate the things like the self-care and the exercise and different things that we enjoy. But we also need to have a routine of things, maybe certain tasks that we need to do, certain things that can help to anchor and ground us throughout all of this that we have control over. So part of your job essentially is to make sure that people can differentiate between healthy routines Mm -hmm. and unhealthy routines because we can form a lot of unhealthy routines when things aren't going well. Exactly. I talk to my clients all the time about typically we say isolation, not good when we isolate. However, sometimes we do need to, as one of my friends says, go to ground. I think she got that from England. When we're going to stay home and just kind of take care of ourselves and just relax and stay away from other people, sometimes we we do need that. Sometimes we do need to regroup and take those moments. Maybe we need a PJ day, right? Wear our pajamas, watch movies, like just kind of stay home and relax. Sometimes we need to do that, but we can't do that all the time, right? So there's things So rent that, a tuxedo and right? watch the movies. <laughs> and then watch the movies. But sometimes we need to consider, to me, it's all in balance. Things can be healthy for us in balance, not that we just only go for that one thing all the time. So it's good to think about that. But yeah, like you said, there are routines that can be very negative for us. And especially if we surround ourselves by people who maybe are draining our energy or if we are watching too much news and we're getting depressed about that and we're not feeling like we can control anything. There are certain routines that we have to watch. And I talk to people about, okay, what are you doing with your time? And let's see if we can tweak that into ways that can give you energy. The best advice I have in terms of identifying the unhealthy routine, it is that routine that morphs into a rut Mm. where just 
suddenly you're doing the same thing as they say the definition of insanity over and over again and hoping for a different result when right. you have to realize that it's the thing that you're doing over and over mm-hmm. again that is really the problem. And sometimes we need to shake it up. Like if you're doing something and it's not helping you, you're really looking at it and saying, I do this because it's habit. Sometimes it's great to pick up your phone and mindlessly look through things because it gives you something to distract yourself with. But if that's all you're doing for coping or you find that you do that on a routine basis way too much, that's going to suck your energy and it's going to make you feel out of control. Like, oh, what's this person doing and seeing like negative news stories or negative stories or people talking to each other in certain ways that can make you feel bad. So these are the kind of things we have to look for. Yes, it can be good to just do some mindless things to get your mind off, but you also want to know, okay, am I doing this too much? Be mindful about how you feel when you do certain activities. And when you say that, I think about how I've talked about it in the past too. I've really limited my time on social media Mm -hmm. and how that has worked wonders for me. And I saw an article earlier this week, and I believe you did too. I included it in our show prep. I believe it was Hoda Kotb Mm -hmm. who put the phone down for 10 days. 10 days. Wow. (laughs) how much her life changed for the positive in doing so. And that is something that people wouldn't even consider. And especially if you are of a certain age, Mm -hmm. there are certain people I know in their 20s, if you take their phone away from them, they might have a seizure. They just can't handle it. But she said, not only did she survive, but she thrives. And I think that people can surprise themselves, right? And I was just talking to a client yesterday. We were talking about making better decisions about habits and stuff like that, eating better. She's trying to cut down on smoking. We were talking about different things that you can do. And I was saying it's really good to do baby steps and just do small amounts that can really make a huge difference when you're consistent with that. But sometimes, and as a life coach, we were taught this, taking that breathtaking action can actually shake up the way that you do business, the way that you look at yourself. Like, wow, I can't believe I did that. Drawing a line in the sand and saying, I'm crossing over this and I'm changing that behavior. As soon as I cross over this line, that behavior is done. Or I'm going to add a new behavior. Or I'm going to put the phone down for 10 days. That could be a breathtaking action for somebody because that could be quite shocking. However, you could probably see where you can put your time into better things that actually give you more energy back. And maybe going forward, you feel less stuck having to have that phone with you all the time. One of the very rare compliments that I get, and people marvel at it, they say, wow, you really do have an ability to change. Mm -hmm. And I do. I do get stuck in certain mindsets, for sure. And I can be as stubborn as anybody about a lot of things. But I'm also open to change. And I learned that through therapy. Mm -hmm. And I learned that sometimes I'm my own worst enemy. And that's the attitude that you need to take, as opposed to this increasingly narcissistic society where we all think we know it home, we know everything, when a lot of times we are the cause of a lot of our problems. And one of the areas that I would say, too, to try to shake things up for yourself and not get so overwhelmed by the bad news, the mask mandates Mm -hmm. coming back up, the hospital numbers rising and things like that. I just keep telling myself, well, I've done everything that I can do. I've had both vaccines. I've had the booster. I'm going to start wearing the mask where they tell me to wear the mask again. I just went to a comedy show, Brian Regan, last week. Everyone had to be masked up. It sucked. I hadn't been masked up for a full 90 minutes in quite some time. But at least I can just keep telling myself I'm doing the right thing. As opposed to if you are this person, nobody's going to tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. Where is the positive energy in that as you build up this 
anger and you're lashing out and you're screaming at other people and you're telling them how they're being idiots. That's all negative energy. Mm -hmm. We all have to work together here and remember this isn't just about you and how it impacts you. If you get it and give it to somebody and kill them, how is that going to feel on your conscience? Mm -hmm. And you might not even know that it happens, but just the thought or the possibility that you could. This is where we need to come together. Those are the kinds of routines that we need to be more aware of. Yeah. And how politicized all of this has mm-hmm. become. I think that's the thing, the big divider is like, oh, if you do this, then that means you're on this side or mm-hmm. oh, you're away on the left if you do this and all of these things. But looking at it and saying, okay, but what can we do to just help each other out right now? Even if we don't fully believe in something, and you know, and there's a lot of people who say, oh, the masks don't really help and all of these other things. But how but, much of an inconvenience right. is it really? What if they are right? But if it doesn't hurt, you're going into a store or you're going to a show or something like that because it gives some people peace of mind as well. Mm -hmm. So I also wanted to validate some people are thinking like, oh, this pandemic, I'm done with it. And they're frustrated from hearing everyone talk about it all Mm -hmm. the time. So I think that for them, too, they also have to remember to do things for themselves to try to feel calmer and not so aggravated because I'm sure they're aggravated by what they hear out there. Now, I might not agree with them, but I can relate to them on that place of feeling exhausted and worn down by all of this, because no matter what side you're on on it, this has been an exhausting time. Just doing what we do for a living and how I have to stay on top of everything. The mm-hmm. thing that I always tell you that I love the most about vacation is not having to see all of the horrible things that are going on right. in the world. So I understand that mindset. However, at the end of it, I'm like, all right, I have to be a human being and an adult again. And I have to play catch up mm-hmm. and then I have to get overwhelmed all at once with all the stuff that I missed. There's a middle ground there. Yeah. You know, you don't want to get frustrated. You don't want to do something or expose yourself to it in an unhealthy way, but by the same token, you can't completely live in denial either, and you can't run and hide from reality. Exactly. And the important thing, too, is kind of sit down and figure out, okay, what are the emotions that I'm feeling? Am I feeling angry? Am I feeling sad? So many people have had multiple losses. Of course, you know about that. Mm -hmm. With You've had losses in your family. You've had devastating loss. Your wife with a job. You guys went through so much in 2020, and everybody's had some type of loss, loss of normalcy, there's been so many things and so acknowledging some people are upset some people are angry some people are just really tired some people are sad some people feel helpless they want to help some of their friends who are struggling with this some families have had this some people are dealing with the long haul COVID there's been a lot of things that we feel helpless in some situations identify the emotion that you're feeling and allow yourself to feel it and validate that for yourself and find some support around that there's plenty of people who you can have the conversation that we're having with someone else and feel more seen and heard. And as somebody who has been through that ringer, the advice that I can give people to try to make it not necessarily a positive, but to be able to tell yourself, wow, I can't believe how strong I am. I can't believe how I got through that. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to be considered a victim. And for every setback, you do gain some strength and perspective Mm -hmm. if you're doing it right. It's very easy to curl up into the fetal position and just say, I'm taking my ball home, I give up. No, that's not the way to do it. And much like I said, I have the ability to change. I also have the ability to do that. I got that through therapy too. Try to empower yourself and say, life, you can knock me down as many times as you want, but I'm going to keep getting back up until I have my final breath in me. Mm -hmm. And that's the way to take a negative and not necessarily turn it into a 
positive, but to at least be able to give yourself credit. And when people say that to me, like, wow, I can't believe you've come out the other side of all this stuff and you're still able to go on the radio and try to make people laugh. And I look at my dad, Mm. who I thought my mom, the closest, most loving relationship I've ever seen in my life. They were married for 51 years. I thought he would be completely lost without her. I thought he would pass within six months. You know how you hear that Mm -hmm. all the time because they were such soulmates. But I give him so much credit and I look to him for inspiration. And that's what I mean when I say try to use the positives as opposed to the negatives that I said before. No one's going to tell me what to do. What good is going to come out of that? So you can feel better. So you can feel like, oh, I'm Mr. Big tough guy or gal and no one's going to push me around. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, isn't that kind of a lonely and an empty feeling as you're shoving everybody away and Mm -hmm. saying bleep you to society? Now, we need each other. Some people need not as many people as other people need. Guilty! Ah, Brian's like, I need one person and a dog. (laughs) (laughs) But we do need some of that connection. Some people need a lot. Some people need a little. I think that is such a great point. You're looking to him for strength. I know he gets strength from Mm -hmm. you. And him just looking at his kids and being like, wow, I want to stay strong for them, but look at how they're getting through this. Let me give you a perfect example of that. The other day, he went to the cemetery. This was on December 13th, and he completely broke down. And I said, why do you think you had a bad day? He said, well, because the holidays are coming. Mm. And he said, last year, it didn't feel like Christmas because I was locked down in my apartment. I couldn't go anywhere. I wasn't at any of the parties that I used to always go to with your mom. But now this year, we're going to Christmas Eve at your Aunt Helen and your Uncle Ron's, and it's going to be the first time I'm there without her, and I know I'm going to have a real hard time, to which I said, yeah, but Dad, we're all going to be there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be there. My wife, my stepson, maybe, my brother, my sister-in-law, and his nephew, Liam. And I said, what would make Mom happier? And isn't it great that we're all going to be able to be there and support each other? And just in saying that to him, he's like, you're right. Thank God for that. Mm -hmm. Something that small can make a world of difference. Sometimes some people just want to hear, yeah, it sucks. I'm that person. That kind of empowers me. And it doesn't necessarily make me feel like a victim. I'm just like, I'm going to own it. It sucks, but I'm Mm going to muscle through it. Some people need encouragement. What people don't need is pushback. And that's where we have to be careful. Yeah, exactly. And again, with the pandemic too, this is just dragging on with people getting together, but some people not getting together. Mm -hmm because of everything and being a little stressed about that. And we just had that with my mother-in-law. We were all ready for Thanksgiving and it was like, okay, we're coming to pick you up. She's in her 80s and she was like, I don't feel comfortable going. Mm-hmm. You know, and She was nervous to tell me. <laughs> She's right. like, I didn't want to tell you because you planned all this stuff and people coming to pick me up and this and that. And I said, no, it's okay. Like, I know you're not comfortable. She goes, I have been in my house for almost two years now. She goes, I don't want to chance it with the numbers going up because we were going to have other people that were coming in and she was asking about vaccinations and stuff like that. So we brought her food and she actually made food and gave it to us. <laughs> so we did a little swap. But if then, only I could have relatives like I that. Know, right? Even when there wasn't a pandemic going on. She makes a mean mashed potato with sour cream in it. Prove it's it. so good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I realized it's going to happen again for Christmas. Christmas, of because course. Because it's the same people coming over. For, and I said, oh my gosh. So we're trying to figure out a way to have a smaller group go see her at her place and try to figure out something. But it is 
I mean, this is the thing that's so tricky. We want to have support of each other, but again, we're having to think about how do we finagle this? We thought last year was the last year we would have to, the only year we would have to worry about all of this at the holidays, but now here it is again. And the universe had other ideas, <laughs> Courtney. You just want to <laughs> shove that in there wherever you can, Brian. Ooh, but gets it right in there. One thing I will say, too, about the slippery slope that you are constantly, what's the word I'm looking for? To navigate, navigate yeah. essentially, mm-hmm. is this. You have a client that we were discussing this morning mm-hmm. who you always want something to look forward to. Yes. And she said, for once in my life, I want to do the New Year's Eve mm-hmm. thing. And she has been so focused on this. You've been talking about it mm-hmm. a lot with her. And then lo and behold, on my way in this morning, I hear on the news, the mayor of New York City is talking about maybe oh. canceling New Year's Eve in Times Square. And I'm sure that's going to be yes. devastating for her. I know. If that is the case, exactly. how can she navigate through it? So mm-hmm. other people who may be going through the same thing can hear your advice on yeah. this. I would talk to her all about other options that she has. First, I'd let her process her feelings and kind of validate mm-hmm. the fact that, yeah, this sucks. And then try to figure out if there's anything else on her bucket list she would like to click off. And perhaps there's some other way that she can ring in the new year that would also be meaningful for her. And maybe she could go see a friend or she could make another plan for things. But I think that's what I do all the time. I give people that space. And really, once they're heard and validated, and then they kind of feel ready to make that plan. Now, if I immediately say, well, that sucks. But you know what you could do? Get a bucket of those sour cream mashed potatoes that we were talking about earlier. You'll be fine. That's why it's so important to just hear people out and really appreciate where they are with something. And that's something, too, that you had mentioned, too. It's like to be able to support each other Mm -hmm. and to just call it what it is. Yeah, this is really, really hard stuff. And then to figure out, okay, but what can we control around this situation? One of the things is changing scenery. That was probably her hope. It's like, I just want to completely change scenery. I want to do something totally that I would never have done before, but it's something I always wanted to do and I wanted to look into it. Then it would be like, okay, maybe get in your car and go to somewhere that's a completely different location. Try something totally new. Go somewhere to eat somewhere that you never would have. Visit a beach. Go somewhere that is a whole different experience because I think just staying in our environments all the time, it's making us a little (laughs) squirrely. Like last year, we were just like, ah. And now with the winter coming in, we've talked about this numerous times. We need something to look forward to. It doesn't have to be huge, but something that is meaningful to us and that we can say, oh, it's coming. It's on its way. It gives us a good feeling. And something that I would say to her, I mentioned the Brian Regan comedy show. Mm -hmm. I had bought tickets for that. That show was supposed to happen in March of 2020. Womp, womp. So then it got delayed to December of 2020. Womp, womp. (laughs) Then it got delayed until December of 2021. By the time it came, I think we appreciated it so much more Mm -hmm. and we had such a great time because the whole joy of Christmas, as they say, it's the lead up. Because once you open all the gifts, you're kind of disappointed. Like, that was it? (laughs) Now I got to wait a whole (laughs) other year for this? That's the way that maybe she can look at something like that. Mm -hmm. All right, so maybe you possibly don't get to go this year, but imagine what next year is going to be like. And she's going to be really ready for it, too, because (laughs) she's already made a big plan. She knows where to go for the hotel, all of these things. So I think she's going to be really, really excited and really ready for it next year. If that happens, I'm still hoping. I know, like you said. Well, imagine how it'll be in 2025. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's why I say it's just dragging on. Um, That's the other thing, too. We need to have some humor. Be with people who can get our minds on something else and make some jokes and just be like, oh, because we are in this together. 
It's very cliche, but we've said this and it's true. We are all experiencing something together with all of this. And humor, that's another one of those mm-hmm. positive things as opposed to internalizing and right. the woe is me right. and life sucks mm-hmm. and this is never going to change. We're never going to get out of it. That is also a slippery yeah. slope that leads only to a downward spiral. Exactly. And stay present, stay mindful, be present and say, what do I appreciate right now? What am I grateful for right now? Because a lot of times we're so focused on oh, all this horrible stuff that happened before and oh my gosh, what's it going to be like in the future? But what's actually happening right now? And Mm so it is checking in with yourself and saying, you know what? I appreciate I'm listening to a fabulous podcast. (laughs) I know, exactly. Praise Jesus. I love Brian. He's brilliant. (laughs) That's the kind of thing is to really take stock in the present moment. And we all do this. We're all zooming around in the past and the future. And it's like, no, wait, what's happening right now? So I think it's really important to remember that this can be a traumatic, chronic, ongoing situation we're dealing with. Being in the past and in the future and not in the mm-hmm. present is like experiencing the present on your phone. It's that person who is filming the concert mm-hmm. and not actually watching right. and enjoying the concert. Right. You're going to miss your whole life. Exactly. And that's the thing, too, is people are feeling all these feelings like this anger, this irritation. And I'm hearing about this, too, is it's displaced. They'll get angry in a certain situation, and that's not what they were angry at. You know, mm-hmm. They're angry at not being able to live their lives the way that they want to, just getting frustrated about everything, having to worry about this as soon as they walk out of their house every day, coming in contact with people who irritate them because something around the pandemic and different ideas and attitudes that people have. So remembering that too and stopping and I have clients that do this too and they said, Courtney, I use my wise mind. I said, okay, I'm angry. What am I angry about? Well, it's not what's happening right in front of me. So I can't start yelling at the person in front of me, (laughs) getting mad at the person at the grocery store or in the coffee line. I'm really just frustrated about what's happening right now. So how can I shift this? So it's that awareness of what am I feeling and where is this coming from? So that we can be more appropriate and more supportive of each other. And in the here and now, like you said, too, Mm -hmm. because if you live too much in the past Mm -hmm. or you live too much in the future, opportunity is going to pass you by in the present while you're distracted by all of that stuff. I'll say something will fall right over your foot. You wouldn't even see it. Now, we can't always focus on the present because we're trying to do different things. But there's so much of our time that we are not present. So we need to stop and say, where am I right now? I say, is your head where your feet are? (laughs) Like, are you here? Well, I always say this too. Every great thing that has ever happened to me in my life just came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. I couldn't prepare for it. I couldn't sit there and say, oh, this stuff never happens to me because of this, this, and that that happened in the past. It was just because I was there and available Mm -hmm. and open to it in the present. So for as much as you think you have to try to work on happiness finding you, Mm -hmm. and that's not to say don't work on it. Make sure that you're in the right place in the right time and in the Right. right frame of mind. But by the same token, don't be wringing your hands about it so much that you're so distracted Mm -hmm. that it is just going to walk right by you and you never knew. But here's the thing, too, though, that I want to say, and I think Oprah and other people have said, when opportunity meets preparation, Mm -hmm. that is how we make luck. And so I talk to people about you may not know where that opportunity is going to come from, but prepare yourself insofar as if you love to write, keep writing. There's certain things that you're really good at and you want to cultivate that. Do that. Focus in on that. Get yourself ready for an opportunity you don't know where it's going to come from. And some of those opportunities that you've talked about, you may not have known where it was going to come from, like when you were driving and heard something on the radio, Mm -hmm. you know, people needing somebody on the radio. But you were prepared, though, Brian, because you were always working on your craft. I say that, too, to comedians all the time. I Mm -hmm. have friends who are getting older and they're just like, I feel like it's never going to happen. And that's what I said where there's Mm -hmm. a line, because I said, well, the thing is, 
you got to keep going up on stage because mm-hmm. you never know what night is going to be the night where right. that person is in that audience mm-hmm. who knows somebody who can help you. So you just have to keep putting yourself out there and doing the yeah, work. Do the work. So be, I definitely yeah. do agree with that. Yeah. But by the same token, if you're starting to get to a hand wringing place, mm-hmm. and again, it's like we said with routines, there's healthy preparation yeah. and there's unhealthy of preparation. Course, of course. Where you're over preparing for things that might happen that might never happen, mm-hmm. or you're so afraid to try something because, well, what if I try this and this happens? Right. You're right. not that much in control of your destiny. Yeah. It was Woody Allen, I think, who said 97% of it is showing up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you yeah. got to be ready for it when it happens, but you also got to be there and you got to be present. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, too. Like you said, if you're not present, you don't even know. A great thing could come your way. and It's like, hello. And you're just off worrying about something that happened three months ago. And so it is so important to take stock in that and to be present. If there's something that you love or there's something that your heart is telling you to do, there's a reason for that. And we should do that. And that is one of the ways to get through all of this craziness right now is to go back and think about that. What are your passions? What are the things you can work on right now? What is a project that you want to focus on? It doesn't have to be the be all end all. But if part of you is pulling toward it, there's a reason for that. And maybe there's an opportunity coming when you complete some of those tasks, then you're ready for it. And then you can see it and be like, oh, wow, it's arrived. And the one thing you never want in terms of looking at the past and in terms of regret is I never tried. Mm -hmm. That's the worst feeling in the world because what ifs to me, that's the thing that pains me Mm -hmm. the most and that I still have to kind of work around. There are some opportunities that I passed on and I've always wondered, well, what if I took that? Where would I be now? But Mm -hmm. then I turn it around and say, well, what if I did take that? Because if I did, I probably wouldn't be with the wife that I have right now because I wouldn't have been in Rhode Island. I would have been in Los Angeles pursuing this other thing. And Mm -hmm. well, maybe I would have met him. (laughs) Really hot actors. You know, your Uh brain can go in a zillion (laughs) different positions. But that's what you're talking about when you say in the present, what am I thankful for? Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I can't ever say, and you can say the same thing. You went to New York. You pursued acting. I did the L.A. thing. I never have to worry about that one again because Mm -hmm. I did it. And I can't beat myself up for not having done it. Whether you succeed or whether you don't succeed at that in particular, there's a lot of credit that goes with that. That is empowering. Again, that's more of that positive energy Mm -hmm. as opposed to the negative or being afraid and, well, I can't take that chance because if that fails, then this, this, and that is going to go wrong. You can't have that attitude. And you're going to fail. Some things you're going to fail at, but that's okay. To me, like, yes, I might have failed at becoming a famous actor in New York, but that wasn't the whole point of it. I didn't know it at the time. In my head, I was like, that's the whole point of life. I have to be a famous actor. But the point of it was for me to go through all of that so I can help people as they go through things to get through their dreams. But I also realized I can serve in a much better way by being a therapist, by being on air. There's all these other things. I never had aspirations to be on the radio until I read a book about acting that said, ah, try the radio. (laughs) So you never know where your path is going to lead. And one other thing I want to mention is that famous quote, don't die with your music left in you. Mm -hmm. We have something that is in us uniquely. We don't know exactly how it's all going to play out. I didn't know this would take this many years to get a full-time gig in radio. I was like, oh, hell, that's never going to happen. But it did. And I get to sit next to Brian every day. (laughs) And off of that old saying there, don't die with that music left in you, I'm going to close with a show tune. (laughs) Oh, please, no. But one thing I do want to say, because people sometimes say to me, why are you so miserable? Look at the life that you've had. Look at all of the things that you've accomplished. Look at what you're doing now. Look at your beautiful wife. Look Mm -hmm. at all these beautiful women that you've had in your life and on Mm -hmm. and on and on. But the thing that I say to those people is, you're just seeing the surface 
surface, you're not seeing the failures. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing all of the times that I fell down, all of the times that I had doors slammed in my face, all the times I made a decision that I regretted later. Mm-hmm. You're just seeing what is a finished product that took an awful lot of work mm-hmm. and was way more about failure than it ever was about yeah. success. And that's what I say to those people who say, well, I haven't accomplished what you have. And I say, well, put your mind to it, work at it really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And when you fail, again, when you get knocked down, you get right back yeah, up. Because yeah. if you want it that badly, a lot of times you will achieve it. Sometimes you get knocked back down, you get back up. But then like you said, Courtney, maybe you saw something you're like, well, maybe I don't want to act as much yeah. as I thought I did. Maybe my path is this now. Mm-hmm. I never planned on radio. Like you said, I yeah. was sitting in a car one day at a job that I hated and somebody said, I'm looking for somebody who's funny who likes sports. And I said, that sounds like fun. <laughs> Here I am. If I hadn't I like opened that. myself up to that or mm-hmm. hadn't been there and ready for that opportunity, yeah. if I was daydreaming about how much my job that I had then sucked and didn't hear it, mm-hmm. where would I be now? Right, exactly. And you were prepared because you're always funny <laughs> and you love sports. You know everything about it. And that's the amazing thing. You were present. You heard it. You were there for it. And sometimes in life, we have these unexpected paths. But if we're not trying and we're not out there and putting ourselves out there, then we never take that path. And so it's like, oh, wow, how did my life get over here, over here? It's an adventure. It's like, oh, this is exciting. So sometimes we do. We have to put ourselves out there. And even though we may fail at one thing, it opens up opportunities in other ways. But we can't imagine until we get out there and do it. Absolutely. All right. It's time. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I love you. Tomorrow. All right. Maybe I should keep the music inside. In the meantime. Yeah, yeah. Keep your music inside. If you want Courtney to make it stop, Courtney, how can they reach you? You can reach me at wellness at wctk.com. Also, we have great resources for you. Wellness 411 page at catcountry.com. Check it out there. Oh, we have our link to our podcast up there, too. That's right. Social media platforms at Cat Country Mornings. Individual pages. Courtney with a C. Kelly E-Y or Courtney Kelly Bedard. I'm Brian Mulhern. Brian B-R-I-A-N. Mulhern is H-E-R-N. Not on TikTok yet. The kid's working on it over here. <laughs> but she's afraid I'm if nervous. we get it, I'll start singing. <laughs> Those and, will be my TikTok and videos. And Brian's afraid if we get it, I'll start dancing. <laughs> so both of us were in a little stand. Courtney actually said to me, Brian, don't taunt the universe in that way. That's the one exception. <laughs> well, whether you like it or not, episode 82 is coming mm. like a freight train. It's going to be the last one of 2021. Wow. Here's yes. hopefully to a better 2022. I know. I'm not going to say that too loud because you know how I feel about it. Be gentle with yourself. Be kind to yourself. Yes. And we'll see you here for a new year. We'll yeah. be back in That's the new year. That's our resolution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you like them apples? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks We're for listening. Back.